welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. You know, it's just it's so funny. Welcome to all our friends in South Florida, LA, San Francisco, New York, and Chicago. What's so funny? It's funny that we just sit here and then we go. We go? And we go. Now, we had a little chit-chat with the interns. A little chit-chat. Are we going to have some the more producers, chit-chat? The producers. I did this to Hector today and he just looked at me he with told his me, eyes. He said to me to send you a message. You ever do that again? He's going to take out his 45. He just, he just looked at me with his eyes like, really? But I just want you to know the magical powers of my wand. I, I'm just saying. I wish you would never use that wand again. That is a very funny, funky wand. And it lights up and you look like a 12-year-old. <laughs> you know what? It's Peter Pan syndrome. Why grow up when you don't have to? And I see that you're having CBD. And I mentioned this because of our guests uh, and that we're going to have in a couple of seconds. We've got Dr. Baker with us. You know, I'm going to ask Dr. Baker because he has medical marijuana in his office. He does. But I'm going to talk about CBD also. Now, I need to know, Doc, is this medical marijuana, is this a barilla? Is it, is it, is it a, a, a barilla? How do you say that in English? A joint? No. A joint. Is it a joint or a pill? No, it's a, a sublingual. It's um, a pill. Underneath your tongue or you vape it. Or you vape it? Yes. Now, is it healthy to vape? It's, it, there's, there's questions about that. Um, there's some stuff that you're getting in the lungs, uh, and we're not sure yet, but uh, it's better than smoking a cigarette or smoking a joint. You, you know, I never thought there would be a downside to it because it's not nicotine, right? Right, but it's also fluids into your lungs, so it's, it's a water the, vapor. The water vapor. Yes. It, the, the problem is that you're getting liquid in your lungs, and then you start coughing up this like stuff, and then it gets infected. And then it creates different problems. So the study has been going on for 10 years. And I, I really wanted to ask because I know that the um, ingredients of what you're taking in are healthy. Not healthy. They help syndromes. And, and we'll get into all that. But I always wondered whether the vaping was the best way to go. I guess the sublingual is better. That or the candies. Um, you know, we don't have that in Florida yet. But the candies, the gummy bears, um, brownies, those are probably a better way to go because you're not bring that into your lungs, you're actually just eating it and it still absorbs through the stomach and through the intestines. And um, we're hoping that's going to come to Florida and Colorado and California, they already have those. Right. And so the gummy bears and stuff like that are probably the better way to go. But Dr. Baker does a whole lot more than medical marijuana. Dr. Baker is a trained orthopedic surgeon. Yes. And has a practice in, uh, is it Boca? Boca Boca Del Rey. Rey. So it's like right on the border of Boca Del Rey. And your practice is now a more of a holistic approach than your I say bread and butter, than your traditional orthopedic surgery practices. Yes, we uh, do a lot more with like the sports medicine, um, trying to do things to, to actually heal the body rather than do surgery. Um, I, I, although I love to do surgery, it's not always needed, and sometimes we're able to heal things. So I'm big into the PRP and stem cell, things like that, to try to help the patients get better with a partial tear or something's going on, especially the weekend warriors, rather than just uh, going right to surgery, which is what we used to do in the old days. I had a friend of mine in Virginia, when I went to the wedding, and she, this woman is so accident prone, the poor thing. Ten days before her daughter's wedding, she tears her Achilles. I guess not a full tear, partial tear, tear I'm assuming, because she didn't need surgery. They did PRP. Within ten days, she was dancing at her daughter's wedding. That's correct. That's what it does. I can't believe the recovery and the turnaround. I've never believed it was that fast it can be it, it just depends on how big the tear is but you know obviously a full thickness Achilles tendon tear is going to be, need to be repaired right but um a partial tear just like I do on my shoulders and my knees uh for my you know the students at uh, FAU and, and where we you know I have a couple high schools also take care of a lot of times if we have a partial tear we're able to get them back to playing that year 
or before we would do surgery and they may be out for the year. With the PRP, it's an amazing concept. Well, I know, I know you're married to a doctor, so you sort of get that whole conceptual stuff. <laughs> As but the recovery is still pretty amazing. Well, the orthopedic part of this conversation just surprises me because you're an orthopedic first, right? And yes. then you went into this whole different level. I guess it's called holistic medicine? Well, it's, you have the functional medicine co component in your office as well. So if people get hurt, you're not just, all right, I'll schedule for surgery tomorrow. That's correct. No, we, uh, typically what we do is um, we'll see them, and if it's a, it's a partial tear or whatever, we give them options. So they can have an option we could do. Before, we would do like a steroid injection, which is not good for you. I mean, steroids will help with the inflammation and the pain, but a lot of times steroids are also break down your tissues. And so a lot of times you'll see people, <coughs> excuse me, for example, that have like rheumatoid or one of those that have been on steroids for a long time, you'll see that their bones are de deteriorating, their ligaments and tendons tend to deteriorate because steroids have good, good, good things for them, but they also have bad. And so, you know, that was what we used to do in the old days. We'd do a steroid injection, put them on anti-inflammatory, which we know has a lot of side effects, which are not good. Um, and so now we can do a lot of things that we can help the patients. And stem cell PRP is, is, is huge. It's getting bigger and bigger. You'll see the sports people like, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant and all them who went overseas to get this done because it's not, you know, we weren't able to do it in the United States at that time. And um, they're able to get back to playing and doing the things they need to do. Well, I need to ask you because I knew you were coming on the show and there are certain people that are asking me about having the Bartello Cologne surgery or the Peyton Manny on the neck deal. They went to Germany to do it. Are those things allowed now here in the United States? Um, but still, some of them are and some aren't. It just depends on what it is, but a lot of them still go overseas to get them done because that's kind of what the thing is. And it's still, still taboo in the, United, you know, in the United States talking about stem cell. You're, you're really not supposed to say it's stem cell because we're not supposed to you know, say that, but it really is. That's what we're doing. We're taking the cells from the placenta uh, that are donated from uh, um, young young patients that have had a baby, and, or you know, uh, some some areas, and they have the baby. It's the placental side on the baby side, so there's really no side effects to it. And they'll take the cells from there, and then they harvest them, and then we'll do like one cc to two cc's along with your own blood PRP um, in order to uh, give it back to you. So it's uh, it, some some things are still taboo here in the United States. We can't call it that, but it really is what we're doing. Well, it's amazing because you have an orthopedic surgeon. How long have you been an orthopedic? Since 2002. Okay, so you have, I mean, he's not a rookie. He's been in this game a long time, and you've seen all different types of orthopedics and things that you had to do in that field, yet you are now embracing a whole different level. Now, the medical marijuana part, do you guys also do CBD oils and, and liquids and things of that nature? Yes, I do it all. I have a, uh, both my uh, offices have um, CBD oils. Um, they have, like, the, the liquid forms. They also have the gummy bears in the oils. We have um, a lot of those different things. The things with the CBD oils are, they're, they're actually very good. A lot of people take them on a daily basis, and they actually help your body. They're actually good for you. Um, some of them have about 0.3% THC in them, so that's the legal standpoint. You can still do those without having to have a medical marijuana card, which we'd have to have to get uh, like a, a, you know, the medical marijuana from what we would uh, prescribe you. Okay. But the oils have all that stuff in there. That's like sublingual. There's... You know, there's like uh, gummy bears, there's multiple things that have the uh, oils in there. And the, a lot of people take those on a daily basis. Because the delivery system on it is different. And what's so nice to see it in your practices, you're opening up to different healing modalities. So it's not just whether it's conservative in its physical therapy or the steroid injections. Now you're looking into PRP and you're looking into, we're not calling them stem cells, but whatever types of regenerative cells, the biologic that we're re-injecting, right? 
That's correct. As well as the CBD versus the medical marijuana. So your patient has a lot of different options for healing. That's, that's correct. And, and it's, it's good because you want to give them options, you know? I mean, like I said, back when I trained, we didn't have a lot of options. We did steroids, and if that didn't work, we, we, uh, you know, we did surgery. It's totally so. different. What about a patient that has overall joint pain? Because I'm sure many patients come to you and they're like, Dr. Baker, my shoulders hurt, my elbows hurt, my knee. They're just overall inflamed. They don't need surgery on every part, right? So something's going on. But they come to you as an orthopedic surgeon because that would make sense to them. Yes, and, and a lot of people will come in with multiple joint pains, and the, the biggest thing is to make sure they don't have something that's, that's going to be problematic for them, like a rheumatoid or uh, lupus or SLE or one of those. But a lot of times it's just an inflammatory process in the body, and some people get that. And so that's where the, the oils and those different things can come into play because they do help with inflammation. Um, they'll help with that, and they help with that rather than putting them on an anti-inflammatory. And then a lot of times what happens is they'll isolate it to like, you know what, really now my elbow just hurts. You know, it's like my elbow, my shoulder. And it's nice to be able to, uh, to, to isolate that one area and be able to do something for them. Well, but I want to, I want to touch on a, a piece here. Your clinic that you own, that you run. Allegiance. Uh, Allegiance, okay. If somebody is, doesn't need an orthopedic surgeon, let's say I go, maybe I have a different type of deal. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, like you said, lupus and things of that nature. You can still now treat these people with your holistic side of your office, right? It doesn't have to be the surgery side of the office. You actually are offering, you're opening up the gamut so people with anything can come and see you, yes? Yes, and actually on the medical marijuana side, um, I've taken care of people with cancer. I work with the oncologist directly, and they'll be like, you know, you're a good candidate for this because you have nausea, vomiting, you have, uh, I have a lady that had breast cancer that's, um, there's the oncologist wanted her to come see me, and so we work closely together to be able to uh, help them. And the lady uh, is on medical marijuana now, and it's helped her with her nausea, her vomiting. Um, she's got through cancer. She's already done her chemo, and she's actually doing very well now. So a lot of times, uh, some of the doctors don't want to prescribe yet, you know, so that's okay because there's, there's guys that do. And, and it's, it's not something for everybody. You have to really read into it. You've got to take the time to do it. You, you know, you take a test for it and make sure that you're good to go and make sure that you really believe in it because a lot of, you know, it's, it's like anything in medicine, we don't always know. Right. And so a lot of doctors are very, you know, to prescribe something without really looking into it. I've been looking into this for years. Um, so it's, it's been something that I've always thought was really good for, pe for people to be able to do. And the stem cell part of it, you know, I was in the military, I was in during the war. And so we did this on a lot of our PRPs and uh, stem cells on a lot of our Navy SEALs and whatever that were coming back from the war. We would do, if we had to do surgery on them, we would give them the cells in there to get them to heal faster so they could get back overseas and back over to doing what they had to do. So um, I've been doing this for a long time. I was in the military from 2002 to 2005. So back in those days, we were still doing the PRP at that time. And, and uh, the patients would do better. They would get better with this. It, it's amazing because, you know, I'm sitting in front of somebody. I mean, how many doctors have we interviewed? And a lot of them have said, what's CBD? You well, a lot of them don't know what CBD is, right? It's the whole, they understand marijuana, they understand the medical marijuana, it's the CBD. And then the whole controversy is, I know you don't like talking about it, the stem cells, where they come from. You're using donated stem cells from placenta, right? Yes. There's the embryonic, there's pulling it from, from your abdominal fat. There's all different places to get the stem cells. And then the question is, what's viable, what's FDA approved, and all those changes. Right. And with the FDA, you can't take from the fat anymore. So we used to be able to pull it from the abdomen, and we would pull cells from there. That's no longer approved. 
So a lot of us have gone back. If, we, if you want to do and you're younger, and when I say young, I mean I'm 35 or younger usually because the cells are really not that viable after we get past that age because they're just not as good. And you can't get as many cells as you want to. You want to put hundreds of thousands of cells into a position to be able to help it heal. And so what we do if you're under 35 is we can draw it off your crest, your iliac crest off your pelvis, and we'll take the bone marrow and we'll put that with the PRP or we can do that directly. But uh, we were doing the uh, adipose tissue, um, taking it off the abdomen. We can't do that anymore because they, they, the FDA no longer approves that. So most of us will take it off the iliac crest. If you do that, it's a little bit painful. You probably want to do that with a little bit of anesthesia because we're putting a big uh, core needle into the pelvis. There we go. Uh, take it. Yeah, so but let me ask painful. you a question. Why is that FDA approved, taking it from the iliac crest, but they've changed the approval on the adipose tissue? Because on the adipose tissue, it, we, they weren't able to always get the cells they needed to get, and so they didn't like that. It's just like anything with the FDA, like a medication, for example. Like you see, they pulled, like, they pulled Vioxx, for example, which is one of our best anti-inflammatories yeah. back when I trained was one of our favorites to use, they pull that off because of the cardiac risk. We don't know what we're getting sometimes when we pull it off the, uh, off the fat, but we do know when we pull from your bone marrow, you're getting the best cells because that's what we do. I mean, we use the bone marrow when we do, uh, for example, an open spine case. We put that bone marrow, we'll take it off the crest where we're back there already, um, doing the, our incision and doing a fusion or whatever. We'll put that in there with the cells to get that fusion to heal because a fusion in the lumbar spine doesn't do very well a lot of times on its own unless you're really healthy. So That's we, amazing. we know that. We'll pull, that, we'll pull the cells off the pelvis, off the back of the crest, or off the, off the front of the crest up here. And uh, that's just uh, that. But the FDA, you know, that's, that's what they do. They, they'll get involved with things when things aren't always working. And we don't always have the, uh, the right numbers on the, uh, taken from the adipose tissue. So that was one of the things they were worried about. That was something we had talked about. And people had talked to you about doing that for your feet. Well, we're going to get right, into But then that. you didn't know the quality of the cells that was coming from the adipose tissue, right? Especially as you're Especially aging. Especially when I'm 56. I mean, I'm a fossil. And my, stuff, <laughs> my adipose and my hitopus and my elderpus is around. Well, it's this abdominal fat stuff. We're done with that. Yeah. Well, I, they can suck it out like liposuction. I remember we did the stem cell conference last two years ago. Yeah. And that's everything we talked about was the biologics. We couldn't even call it stem cells. We did four days of the World Stem Cell Conference, and it had to be called injectable biologics because it was more than stem cells that were being replaced back into the body. Exactly, and when you're taking the fat cells, you're not, you're not sure what you're getting. When you're taking your bone marrow or you're doing the stems, they're baby cells, so they, they can go into different things. And the one thing that people don't always understand about the stem cell is what's cool about it is it can develop into, just, it's, just like, it's just like a baby, for example, the sperm cell and the, and the uh, ovary, when they, when they uh, unite, it's the same thing. These are baby cells. They don't know what they're doing, and they're going to go into all different kind of tissues. That's what the stem cells do. So if you put it into a tendon, they're going to work on a tendon. If you put it into a ligament, they'll work on the ligament. So it's really kind of neat, and we're getting better and better with this to be able to figure out exactly how that works. So do I still have even a stem cell in my age? You do. You do. But they're just, <laughs> they're just what happens is we just, we just don't get enough of them. You know, you really want to put a Story lot of them there. So, you know, yeah. Sorry, so I would have to borrow stem cells from another. Yeah, we, 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 from we a do. Is, we, we would don't. We, we would still. You could still draw your PRP. We could still draw your blood and spin it down and take your platelets because your platelets are still going to be good. Your cells are still good, but there's just not as many of them. And then you would do something like that with a stem cell off the placenta, where we do like a one cc or two ccs, which is shipped in overnight. And so we'll usually what we we'll do is schedule for that. And where does it come from, though? They come from the placenta. So the, on, who's on the, placenta? Um, donated. They're donated. They're donated for, uh, just like a cadaver would be donated for medical school, they're donated. What else are you going to do with it other than freeze-dry it and eat it? 
like no, Katrina we're not, did. We're not watching the movies here. Take well, no, easy. Katrina did that. One of the artists here at the gallery, she's had a baby, and she has her placenta freeze. She did? Yes. I haven't seen it. I freeze. It. She freeze dries it, and it. then she eats it. Yeah. And a lot of them, a lot of them actually, uh, when they're born, a lot of the women will take, uh, they'll take the cord, part of the cord, and they'll save that. And they'll freeze that for like future. Like say you ever needed something in the future for you to be able to, you could always draw from that. So you could put it in your in your freezer. You could, they, they freeze it. You know, yes. not in your own freezer. It goes. <laughs> they don't send it home with from you with you at yeah. the delivery room. We go. Oh, here, Freddie, you should put this in your freezer. Why not? They bank it because I'm sure it has to be at frozen at a certain temperature, just oh. like your the eggs would have to, and fetus would have to be. It's held. not cheap to do that. No, no it's, it's not. Because I was going to do that for rowing. They say you want the three thousand dollar bill, and then there's a monthly fee. Mm. That's a very expensive hobby. Sorry. Okay, so let's talk about, now I want to talk about the, the, the medical marijuana, which is the alternative now. And yes, they wanted to do something on my feet. I don't like putting injectables on the bottom of my feet because I do have neuropathy. I am a diabetic or was a diabetic. I don't know what the hell I am anymore. Um, and they, they said that it would work on controlling the inflammation in my feet. And I can't wrap my head around this concept. Would that work, Doc? Does that even make sense? Yes, um, I actually, it actually does very well with neuropathy and myalgias. Like uh, a lot of patients will have like muscle muscle pain, and the, now they've they've diagnosed it as fibromyalgia. But really, what it is is the nerves firing off. So when you're taking like a Lyrica or a gabapentin or some kind of medication like that to help with neuropathy, this uh, um, marijuana can also help with that. It helps with the muscle. It's a relaxant. It also helps with the nerves. It helps relax the nerves. Um, and it also helps with pain. So a lot of people are in chronic pain, and one of the things that we can kind of write for, we don't want to do it a lot, is, is people that are in chronic pain. And one of the things that's really cool about the neuropathy and the pain is a lot of these people come in and they're done with their medication. Within a, within a month or two of being on this, they're no longer taking their narcotics. But let me, okay, but back it up, because I, I, I'm gonna talk specifically about me. Do not write to me, do not scream at me. This is me going through what I, because we have to be careful what we say on the air. My feet, uh, there isn't pain. There used to be. There isn't pain. It's more like a swelling, like, like I'm walking on cushion. So when I walk barefoot, which my doctor don't want me to do anymore, then if I step on something, boy, it feels like the whole house lights up. It hurts. So I got to be careful with that. Is that. That's an inflammation on the bottom of my feet, yes? Yeah, inflammation and also just an, uh, you have a neuropathy there because yeah. of the diabetes. Correct. So it's, you know, it's like a pattern uh, where you feel that. And a lot of times with diabetes, you, a lot of patients won't be able to feel that, and that's the problem we have. So if you have a diabetic foot where you have a neuropathy, a lot of times they'll step on something you don't even know they step on. No, I, I can feel yeah. it still. So, so if you can still feel it, that's a good sign. That it means is. that you still got the nerves are firing. I kind of like this place. conversation. You but know, I want to ask about the different side effects. You were on gabapentin, and everyone screamed at you to get off. Yes, and, and screaming at me doesn't help. Are you still on it? I still take it once in a while. Now, let me, He's afraid I, to tell me. Have you I, noticed? Let me tell you why. <laughs> gabapentin will not work unless you build it in your body. And then you can't just stop taking it because you have to come off it as well. But so. my question was the side effects of traditional medication versus the negative side effects of medical marijuana. Are you seeing a difference? There is really no side effects to medical marijuana. That's, I mean, the patients are doing very well on it. Um, you know, a lot of medications have so many side effects. I mean, you pick up a... Even the gabapentin. The gabapentin, or you pick yeah. up like a penicillin, for example, or any one of those meds. they got four pages in the PDR of things that are side effects for them, and they all have that. Medical marijuana, there's really no side effect to it. The only thing is you have to just be careful with it because um, 
a lot of times when we put you on at the daytime, they'll give you like a lower dose of the THC so people can function and still work and do the things they need to do. And nighttime, they'll up that dose. And that's really the only side effect. Some people can still get a little bit of a buzz from it. So you just have to be careful in what you're taking. All right, so let's, let's get into the medical marijuana piece. Because I'm sure that when somebody comes to see you, you do a whole workup to see what kind of medical marijuana? Yes, well, we, we take, take a full history, and we t- you know, take a history on them and, and what's their, what, what the issue is with, that they're having at that time. Once we got their history, then we make a determination if they are a candidate. Um, and if they're a candidate, then we do a consult for them, and then uh, that consult would be... Uh, you know, put in the computer, and they'll be able to go on the computer later and put in a number, a number and a code. And on that code, they'll be able to get with the state. And once they're with the state, the state will issue them a card. And once they get the card, they take it to the pharmacy. And that's where the key thing is, is because the pharmacies are really close working with us, because they they will help along with us to help adjust their dosing for them, so that they're they don't know what they're taking. Right. And sometimes it doesn't always work for everybody in certain areas. So we do different strands, and there's multiple different strands of medical marijuana. Correct. And so they'll adjust that to that person. And so some of my patients will come back for a consult, and they'll, they'll come back after they've got their card, and they'll be like, well, I went to the pharmacy, but it wasn't really working for me very well. I said, go back to the pharmacy, because they can adjust it for you. Well, that's important for people to know that you're not dispensing it from your office. You're doing the assessment. You're providing the information, the intake for the card. But they're not coming to you and saying, oh, you know, Dr. Baker, where's, where's my oil or where's my tincture? Or where's... They have to get that from the pharmacy. Yes, it's ex- not in your office. Except for the ones that are like, the, like we talked about, the CBD oils and the, and the gummy bears and the things like that that don't have a lot of the THC in there. We can dispense that out of the office, and I do. Uh, but the, the ones that you're going to be looking at, some of the THCs at night are like 80% THC with 20% oils. So that, those are the patients that can't sleep, for example, or they're, they're up at night, they're in pain, or they're, they're waking up, they get two hours of sleep at night. These are the ones that are taking sleeping pills or they're doing different things to try to sleep. This is the ones that do very well for that. And then the lower dose, you usually want around 20% or 30% during the daytime because you gotta be able to drive on it, you gotta be able to function, you gotta be able to work on it. And a lot of my patients are working just fine on, on the marijuana. So I have one of my guys that owns an AC company, and he uh, actually came in to see him because he wasn't sleeping at night, and he had a lot of pressure with him at his job, and he's actually doing very well on it, and he's working during the daytime on the one dose, and at night, he takes a higher dose and goes to sleep. So Some of the diagnoses, then, are anxiety. Yes, anxiety. Is, is a workable diagnosis for medical marijuana? Yeah, anxiety, cancer, um, uh, uh, SLE, you know, a lot of different things like that are the things that, that we would look for. And like I said, a lot of people with the chronic pain. And I think the board up there in, in, in uh, Tallahassee is we're gradually adding more and more things to it, like seizures, for example. It works very well with seizures. A lot of people that are, that are on medications for seizures that, that works with neuropathy, for example, like you talked about. You're a perfect candidate for that because of the fact you still have some feeling in that foot. And if your diabetes is under control, that can help you with that. And it curves your appetite also. Yes. And it also helps with the, a lot of people lose weight on it. Yeah. So it's good with that. Um, depending on what the dosing is. You know? The amazing thing is the lack of side effects because you're a perfect example. And I'll talk about you so because we talk about you all the time. You have diabetes, so they put you on a statin, and they put you on a statin, and then you have to take something else to combat the statin. Then you have to go on your insulin and your metformin, and one thing begat the next thing, and the next side effect, and then you had the neuropathy, and then you were on the gabapentin. The medical marijuana doesn't have the side effects, so maybe you don't have to be on all the medications. Well, this is this is what we're looking to do. Now, right? Florida was just approved to do legal marijuana, right? Yes. And now that it's here, everybody's jumping into a corner. I mean, we, we, I've spoken to many people, and I got CBD all around me. I got all of this stuff. 
I've never gone to the medical marijuana side, which might not be a bad idea to see if it will help with my wheels because, you know, without my legs, I can't work. That's really what it comes down to. Um, and I wanted to ask you, when, when you go in and you have the consultation and you go out to a dispensary to get, when you say pharmacy, I'm thinking of CVS. No, you got to go to a dispensary. It's a dispensary, and there's, right now there's four in Florida. Okay. Okay, so um, we, got, we just opened a new one, and uh, True, Leaf, True Leaf is one of the uh, dispensaries out there. There's also Knox, and um, Knox is up on Okeechobee. They have one in North Miami. And then there's two other dispensaries. But you go directly to the dispensary, mm-hmm. and then um, they'll set you up with whatever you're going to do. And usually what they do is they do the same thing. They take the history. They'll, they'll go out ask you what you're doing for, why, why, why were you prescribed it, and whatever. And then they'll kind of look at what medication would be the best for them, which, which one of the strands would be the best for them. And like I said, they can always go back. And the pharmacies are very good about working with them, obviously, because they're trying to you know, help them get the right medication that's going to be good for them during the daytime and nighttime and, and whatever's best for them. So the million dollar question is this, Doc. CBD helps me with the inflammation. Next day I got to do it again, I got to do it again, I got to do it again. So it is helping me with the situation. Uh, what I'm looking for is will the medical marijuana help reverse the situation? Will I get better or will I just be relieved of the inflammation? Well, that's the that's the million dollar question, and the, and the answer is is some people yes, some people no. Okay, it's everybody's different, and that's why we, a lot of times like we'll prescribe it, and um, and a lot of people like I said they'll come in and they'll be like, I don't need these medications anymore. A lot of them are coming off the medications. I have people that come off gabapentin, oxycodone, all these pain meds. You know, once you operate on a spine, you're never better. That pain, you mean? The, the pain's never better. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm, can I just? I can't say applaud, but I would love to applaud you right now for saying that because I've never heard an orthopedic never. surgeon say that. Yeah, Most just, people say I'm go- that I'm going to be pain-free, and you hear you admit that you're not. No, it's the, the, best, the best time to operate on a spine is if you have a big disc. If you have a herniated disc and you're pressing on the nerve root and you've got radiculopathy, in other words, it's going down your leg, for example, those are the patients that get better. Once you start putting instrumentation in somebody's back, you're fusing the level. So you've got to think about like a shock on a car. That's what I think about. So if I start taking two or three rings off that shock and you hit a bump, what's going to happen? It's going to hurt. The other rings are going to have to take the pressure, right? Same thing in your back. If I fuse two levels in the back and put screws in there and I'm fusing those, they aren't moving anymore, right? So that curve that you have in your low back, somebody else has to take that pressure. What, what is it? The vertebrae above and the vertebrae below. And that's what causes problems. And so once we fuse somebody, they really don't get better. That's why you see all these people coming out with these laser things and, you know, small incisions, many invasive incisions and trying to do that. It's like we're doing in total knees and total hips. We're doing smaller incisions. We're trying to put them in with smaller things because we know the more we cut in the muscle, the more we cut in the tendons, and the more we do something to that bone, it's going to change it. But that is so honest. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like an amazing, honest, truthful answer. Which well, well, everything that he does, I'm amazed at because he's actually one of the few doctors that we speak to that tells you, listen, there's an alternative, there's a choice, here's the choice, and then he's going to tell you, this is what happens in surgery, this is the good and the bad of it. I mean, it's honest. You can't get no more honest than that. And that's, that's beautiful. So people know, your patients know going in, you know what, you're probably not going to be 100% pain-free if we're starting to fuse different levels. Correct. Just like on a rotator cuff, for example, I do a lot of sports stuff, so I'm a shoulder sports bed guy. Uh, rotator cuff. We know going into rotator cuff surgery that one out of ten aren't going to do well. Ninety percent rotator cuff is usually about a ninety percent procedure, but that ten percent, there's going to be one out of my ten patients that just don't heal right, 
or the cuff doesn't heal appropriately. Now we're able to get that percentage a little bit lower by doing these kind of things with that because we know that the only way a rotator cuff is going to heal is to get blood supply to that area. So what do we do? We put the blood supply there for them to try to help with that. So we're, we're injecting that PRP into that area. We're taking their platelets to put it right in that spot to where now that we put that tendon back to the bone that was torn, now it's got blood supply from not only the bone, but from the muscle and from the tendon sheath and now from the PRP. And now we're getting better and better results with that. And that's what we're seeing a lot of sports guys doing. And you see a lot of the guys like Andrews at Alabama. You always hear his name with LSU and Alabama and all the schools um, because that's what they're doing down there. They do a lot more of the platelets and a lot more of the PRP and stuff. So, so many alternatives. Let's go to commercial break. I don't know if Gianna knows how to do that. Dylan, can you help her? <laughs> Just cue him up. It's funny because I, um, I was going to ask you, the Major League Baseball players, the rotator cuff was – the knockout punch and when it's like the Tommy John surgeries when they come one all of them everybody now is having Tommy John it's like like everybody gets it because of the strain rotator cuff became very popular in knocking baseball players careers out and they wouldn't come back few did the game has changed though I don't hear anymore about rotator cuff problems you don't and it's a lot of times now it's a pitching modality so as, a, as they're younger like Little League, um, we're teaching them how to pitch the right way, and we're not letting them pitch as many pitches. Because what we know now that when you go through and you're bringing your arm back and you're coming through with the follow-through and bringing it back like this, your cuff impinges on the back portion of your, of your what we call the labrum, and that can get torn from that. So we know it's like a, an impingement. And then a lot of us uh, in the sports world understand that now, that it's more mechanics, and that's why we do more concentrating on building up around the rotator cuff to help that strengthen that. So when they are pitching, they're doing that. And that's why you'll see like a reliever will come in. They only pitch like a certain amount of innings because we know that the more they pitch, the more chance they have of having a problem. But is it because you, you, you take a look at the structure and you, is that the way to determine a reliever from a starter structurally? My friend just did it at CrossFit. So people are tearing the rotator cuffs in CrossFit, just working out at the gym. They're not even pitching baseball. I mean, women, men, they're lifting these tires. They're doing things that just every every day. What well, you're doing at the gym, and they're but doing this. Pitching a baseball, it, it, the body wasn't meant to do that. What you're telling the body is, I'm going to punish you, and your body is going to react. But what I want to know is, that you guys look at the structure of the arm. Can you hold that to get back from commercial? Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial, and we come back more with Dr. Baker from Allegiance. You can find him at 561-330-4358. We'll be right back. And we are back. We can even mention today is Give Back Tuesday, Giving Tuesday, Give Tuesday, whatever you want to call it. Everyone's giving back to different foundations and organizations. And right here today, we have Danielle Bujan in our studio, and she is giving back. Come donate a toy for Tot. Unwrap toy. If you've wrapped it, that's okay. Just bring it in. And Danielle is donating a free headshot. And her headshots are amazing. You can see Freddy's if you check out our website. I'm going to give a rock. I'm going to give a rock. No, we have our Hope Hearts that have now been being able to track on our website our Hope Hearts and everyone you know, has I, a number in the set. I had a complaint that there were five people on the set yesterday. We didn't give a one heart. I know we didn't. What's the matter with you? <laughs> we're going to give one to Dr. Baker. Yes. Everyone yes. loves them and they're starting to track them. So we're going to see how far the hope and love can spread, especially in the holiday season. And people are commenting all over Facebook, Dr. Baker. Liz, Liz Son said she froze her placenta and it's somewhere in Hawaii, she said. It's in, it's in her freezer, actually. In her house? 
Uh, apparently so. Oh, you can't use that. <laughs> Don't use that, Liz. And Sunita says she's seen great outcomes in treating Dr. Baker's patients with physical therapy. So your reputation, Dr. Baker, is just amazing in our community. And I want to know, let people know how they can find you, where you're located. Where's the clinic? Yes. Yes, okay, so I have an office in Delray Beach, and I also have an office in Boca. My office in Boca is on the corner of Glades and Lions. It's in the PNC Bank on the second floor. And Delray Beach, I'm between Atlantic and uh, Linden Boulevard on Congress right there. So 160, uh, 160 uh, Congress Park Road is, is right where we're at there. And then also for the medical marijuana, uh, I see them in both my clinics. And uh, you can reach that. It's a cell phone, actually, that we carry with us because a lot of times we'll get calls um, all the time about that. And that, that number is 561-706-9189. Is that at the same clinic? Yes, it's the same clinic, and it's called, uh, what I, I, I called it CCAM. Okay. So it's CCAM, basically a compassionate care. Um, that's we, uh, so we've done that, and then the CCAM clinic is a, is a separate number, but they can still see me during my normal hours, and what we'll usually do is book them for about a 15, 20-minute appointment so that we can go over their entire history and make sure we have everything we need to get them in. So. Now, we, we were there, right? We, we, were, we were in the Delray Beach office, and you also have skin care. You have esthetic estheticians, you've got functional Beautiful medicine, place. you've got a lot of things going on in your office besides just orthopedic surgery. It was really yes, my, uh, we, we have a spa up in, uh, in, in Delray, and uh, we have a, a, a gentleman, that, uh, Dr. Jakes, that does um, hormone replacement. He also does uh, PRP um, and different things like that, so for the facial PRP, and uh, we have um, uh, the spa with its multiple modalities and skin care and all that kind of stuff there, so we're trying to develop that a little bit better, but that's right next to my office in Delray Beach. And then in Boca, um, I do a lot with um, with the uh, uh, team around there. Uh, next around me, I've got a couple chiropractors at work, Dr. Marks and Dr. Buji and Dr. Manette, uh, who we all have. They all have like a therapy and stuff like that for modalities that they have my protocols, and so we're able to get patients better because you can't just do PRP and then expect it just to heal. You got to do PRP and do a little bit of a therapy along with that to try to get that those cells to help that to heal. So. Do you get everything bathed and moving the right way? You know, the amazing thing is that he can give you so much information for so many different options. And I like that. I like that you give people a choice and a chance to try different things to healing. And, and you know, I mean, we've seen how CBD has worked. In, in South America, they use it in hospitals now. I also saw in the news that uh, I think it's 27 states wants to go legalize marijuana. Yes. Um, I'm going to tell you, it's really funny how people in the state think. They look at the dollars, and they look at how is it they can register monies into the economy. Well, that's one part of it. But then look at how many people you can help, right? I mean, we know people who will not have anything to do with medical because of the word marijuana. Nothing. It's interesting. It's a whole different concept. I told you the first time we actually had medical marijuana on our show was last week, and my kids were home for Thanksgiving. And they're 26 and 24, and my son said, Mom, you're really having that on your show? I said, yes, because it is legalized medical marijuana in Florida. But the whole connotation behind it, but imagine, I don't know how many meds you're on, but I know as people get older, there are more and more medications. Well, I, I don't know, maybe you're on two, five, ten. But, Im- what does that have to but imagine if you could actually get a medical marijuana card and decrease the amount of medications you're on. I wouldn't take any medical. I wouldn't take How any much better you could possibly help. feel. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying, right? But has anybody, now we've been doing this three years. Right? God only knows how long we've been doing it. Has anybody ever come to me, like Doc is doing today, and explained from soup to nuts your options? Anybody. Nobody's done it. And he's a surgeon, which is the most surprising aspect of this thing. 
right? So you should take advantage, you know, get the information. I think the medical marijuana may offer you a choice to have choice and see what happens. So What's the worst? give Dr. Baker, Baker a call. Is there an office, general office number you want them to call? For the normal office number, they can call 561-330-4358. And they can also book an appointment for the, for the CCAM clinic for the medical marijuana. Um, and, you know, even if they want to just come in for a consult, yes. you know, that's the key. You know, come in for a consult. Even if you want to just come see me as a patient and you want to discuss it, you don't have to come into the regular clinic, the, the medical marijuana clinic. You can come in to, you know, come in on your insurance or whatever and come in and discuss it with me and say, listen, is this an option for me? You know, I have this elbow pain or I've got this chronic back pain or I'm on all these medications and I'd like to be able to get off of them. That's the biggest thing I've seen with this over the year and a half I've been doing this is just a lot of the patients are no longer taking medications. They're off the ambient at night. They're not taking a lot of their blood pressure medicines. It's not, it doesn't work as well with the diabetes, but a lot of people are able to come off the insulin. You know, but so, Doc, let me yeah. ask you, with the, the blood pressure, and you start working with different aspects that affects the diabetes, right? Yes. You start going in a different direction and start bringing down those inflammations. Maybe it will help with diabetes if you stick long enough with it. In, the, in Florida, there's a lot of um, what we call DOs, doctors of osteopathic, and their theory is not so much medication. MDs, we are always trained that, you know, if you have blood pressure problem, you put them on a hypertensive med. If you have, you know, cholesterol problem, you put them on a cholesterol med. Their philosophy is more holistic, and we're starting to see more and more of that now with, with doing things. And we know that these medications have so many side effects. You know, simostatins, a lot of them, you know, they get muscle pain. They'll get I do. cramps. Get yeah. They'll get things like that. So then you take you off that. What, are you, what else are you going to put you on? Where these kind of meds and the marijuana and different things like that can actually help you and I'm not going to say that it's the perfect situation, but a lot of people do much better on it. I like that. At least he's at least he's willing to say, why don't we have some balance? Have the conversation. And then you bring Chef Z, who has changed how I eat, this hand, how I eat <laughs> vegan on this side. And the foods make a difference, Doc, because I've learned because the inflammation, of my disease right? that I'm eating inflammation. I'm creating the inflammation by eating the wrong things. Right. And food, our diet is very important also, you know, getting sleep. A lot of people don't get sleep. That's the biggest problem we have. You gotta understand the body really needs the eight hours they tell you you need, and you really do need the vegetables. You really need your four helpings. You need to eat healthy. It's hard for us all to do because we're always running such a fast-paced life. I mean, my life is like 120 hours a week, always on the run, but I try to eat healthy. So I'll, I'll have a salad periodically. I'll eat some fruit. I'll take something with me. Um, that's the key to everything because you have to understand all these products are processed in the stores and we're cooking those foods, but they have a lot of inflammatory products that are not healthy for you. Trust and, me, yeah. they, they have like cooks from everywhere coming at me because you're absolutely right. That is what is creating havoc in my life. But I have control. My A1C did come back at 6.1, so it went from 11.2 to 6.1, so I am actually doing something correct. The other thing is that um, when you have different choices, medical marijuana and CBD happens to be some doc is pushing out there, the consultation to see what fits your life. My life is I work late at night till 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, so it's really difficult to but find But here's out. the other plus side. Dr. Baker saying, come into my regular office. Use your insurance plan. Let's have the consultation. Let's have the conversation. This way, that part, people are worried about that coming out of their pocket, and you'd right. rather save it to purchase the medical marijuana. He's giving you all the options That's that right. you have. There's, there's no making up an excuse not to go. The other thing is I saw today the FDA approved a cure for cancer, but the way they're going at it, it's not going after a tumor. It's going after the system. 
and it's thirty-two thousand dollars a year in Medicaid or care, one or the other, one or the other. It's paying for your twenty bucks. It becomes when the insurance picks it up. But they changed their thought, and they're not going after the tumor. Now they're going about growth, the system, which you know you would think about. Wow, why haven't they done this a long time ago? So the game is changing, and I'm glad that you came on and you spoke about what you're speaking. Very few orthopedics will come on and talk this way. And be as honest as you are. So right. thank you for all of that honesty. Absolutely. There's a lot going on. I, I was going to bring a Barbara, but she stepped out. We've had a full set going on they here. have a whole bunch of pictures going on. Thank you. And this is a really good coffee, too. You like way. it? You want yeah. more of that? Yeah. Well, we get you some Brooklyn Cafe nice. coffee. You like the coffee? You know, the funny thing is, Michelle from the gallery, she said, how much is a bag of coffee? She said, my girlfriend bought coffee. We served it at Thanksgiving. And then she served, the, like the taste test, she served the really good coffee, and then she served the company coffee. And we really want more of your coffee. So she came in yesterday and bought two bags of coffee. Yes, and I, and I bribed her. <laughs> she's going to owe me a favor for those two bags of coffee. Barbara, I wanted to talk to you while you were still here, because you were talking about CBD and the bears and the frogs. Have you tried the CBD? Oh, I have a purse full of them. A purse full? <laughs> I have a purse full. <laughs> Barbara's with Biba Boutique, and... I wanted to invite Barbara over because she has such beautiful clothes at her store in Delray Beach on Atlantic Avenue that I said, come on over, donate a toy, get a headshot, right? Everyone needs a headshot, which you did. And you have got some things going on for holidays, some new dresses. With fabulous new dresses. The boutique is so stocked with holiday dresses for everybody. People have been going crazy over everything. I did a Black Friday sale, which I continued through till this weekend. Oh, you had a Black Friday sale? I had a whole weekend Black Friday sale. Did you? Everything in the store is 10% off, all my new merchandise. And then I did a buy one, get your second dress at 25% off. And then next Wednesday, December the 5th, we're doing a um, trunk show with Don DeMarco and a wine tasting for our ladies' night out. We're going to do it on a Wednesday this time. Do you still do the Thursday night? Well, we're going to try switching it up to a Wednesday, Wednesday night. It, with the holidays, there's so many events going on. On Thursday. I'm yeah. going to say Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pain. So we're going to be doing it, and Biba is at 1049 East Atlantic Avenue in Delray Beach, Florida, right across from the Seagate Hotel. We've got a big parking lot in the back. It's a great girls' night out, fun, champagne, networking, shopping, and it's from 4 p.m. until 8 p.m. And I saw the movie, the... Biba. Yeah, I saw, saw Biba at Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. and yeah. the store where, my where he was... meets, right, where he meets his future wife is Biba. Yeah. And, and that's that was, when I texted yeah, you. That's my store. That was my aunt's store. And my Pretty mother cool, and huh? I had, my mother had boutiques <laughs> in New Orleans. Really? We used to fly to London once a month to go to Biba and buy all, because she had the hot, youngest, most fabulous clothes, designers, people. And I named my store after that. So people have been calling and asking you, is it your store? Was oh, I just, so uh, they had to if you saw Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. right? That's yes. pretty cool marketing yes. for you. Yes. yes, I can't see that movie. Why? I, I just, I can't. <laughs> so check out B, but it's a line actually now. I'm so glad that people are taking advantage of Danielle's offer and getting their free headshots and a toy for tots. Dr. Baker, maybe you'll get a headshot also while you're here. Now I was going to ask We'll Dr. give you an IOU for the toy. I was going to ask, <laughs> I was going to ask Dr. Baker, um, Christmas is coming, right? And sometimes the best gift you can give anybody for Christmas is health. So if I wanted to get a, um, a certificate or something from your store, is that available so somebody can come in? Somebody I know that has my ailment or worse 
can they come and see you and sort of buy a certificate to send them your way? Sure, and we're actually running specials on everything. So we're, we're uh, the, the PRP, for example, um, for up till the end of the end of the year, we're doing. Normally, it's a thousand dollars an injection, which is very high, but that's what the going rate is in Boca and Delray. Uh, we're doing five hundred dollars an injection, so we're doing half price. And if you do three, it's fifteen hundred bucks. So. Yeah, we definitely got that. There's a coupon for that. Um, they just got to come in and say they heard you on the Brooklyn Cafe and um, I love that. do it. That's so. kind of cool. And, and what kind of injections do you do? It's PRP. It's called platelet-rich plasma, and we draw your blood and spin it down and give it back to an area that you have pain. So that's uh, something we're doing. And then the medical marijuana, we're running a special also on that. A normal consult is usually $200. We're running 150 till the end of the year. So and You see, I kind of like that. I, I like that as a gift for people that have stents. Put in. Well, let me ask you about that. We still have some time. If you have heart conditions, you had a stent, you have, you're on blood thinners, can you use medical marijuana? Yes, you can. That's the thing. There's really no side effects to it, really. Um, so it doesn't increase bleeding or anything like no that? No increase in bleeding. And um, a lot of times if you do the sublingual, and you don't, I mean, because now, like I said, in Florida, you, can't, you can do sublingual, you can do the vape. Some people are a little antsy about doing the vape, you know, because we don't know for sure. But uh, the sublingual works. It's you just put a couple drops underneath your tongue a, a couple times a day. It works very well. It does absorb good, and then um, people are doing very well. With Can that. you take too much of the sublingual? It's hard. It's hard to. Um, the only thing side effect you get from that is if you had a higher dose of the THC in there, it may make you feel a little bit funky. But other than that, there's really not a lot of side effects to it. You know. What do you yeah. use the CBD for, Barbara? Um, I have Talking to your mic. Talking to your mic. I have joint pain all over, so I rub it into the, my knees, the back of my knees the back of my neck, my shoulders, because I have stents in my heart. And if I put it under my tongue, I get really high. Okay. So I just put it on me. Yeah, and you can do that. And also, you gotta understand, there's also paste. So there's the CBD oils, there's paste, there's on the gummy bears, there's all kinds of different things. So we have like little uh, things that we sell, just as a CBD paste with a little bit of THC in there, and you can rub that into your joints, on your shoulder, your knees, ankles, whatever. And um, that way you don't absorb as much as you do, as you would something. Now, but I have a question. Maybe a smaller dosage, so you can put I'm it very, on your I'm tongue. Very, I'm very sensitive. You're very sensitive. To, yeah, and when it has a lot of the THC in it, yeah, I'm very sensitive to it. You know, so. I'm allergic to THC. Are you? And you know, what does it do to you? When I use, well, when I do it, it's a long story. But <laughs> let me just put it to you this way: I cannot do marijuana. I cannot. My you, cousins you could, used to you, laugh you, at you me. Could, you could, you could. Take I couldn't a, smoke. A little hit of my electric Maui Waui. And all you, you have an electric Maui Waui? All you would do is be happy and laughing for the day. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's it. I'm I, allergic to THC. To be, uh, uh, we're using it for massages, okay? So Dr. Bougie next door to me and a lot of the guys are using that for massage. And I'm allergic to THC on my skin. So, but I don't have a problem if I was to do it sublingual or whatever, but just on my skin. So some people are. But the, the ones that they're doing now with the lower THC, not a problem usually. It's the higher ones. Unreal. So they're using it for um, massages. They'll, they'll take the paste and they'll, they'll massage you. They have oils with THC in there or just with the, uh, the uh, oil, uh, the uh, cannabis and whatever, and they'll do a massage with it. It's unbelievable, the massages. You, you feel so good because it gets into the muscle and it does absorb to a certain extent. Just not as enough as what she was talking about where you have it. It can make you funky. It doesn't really go into the system, into your system, but it will go into the muscle and absorb. And so a lot of people now are doing that. We offer that in our spa. And we offer that also um, next door to my office in Boca. They'll do like a massage uh, with the, with the uh, oils, and they actually do very well. Do you know that there is an oil? What's the name of the oil I use? Moringa. Moringa. And I've discovered that moringa will raise the level on my skin that then absor I absorb more of whatever I put on it. So if I'm doing THC and... You know, Maybe that's what I'll get you for Christmas, a consultation yeah. with Dr. Baker. It's worth yeah. a try. 
It is worth it. I would. Uh, right? You I don't mean, have to do that, but yes, I would. <laughs> you don't have to do that. You can do it anyway. But I mean, you don't have to do that, but it would be really I would have, nice. I'd be happy just to have you come in. Don't but I'm going to tell you, Doug, that yes. is such a great gift. Like, yeah. Linda has stamp put in, okay, and she doesn't like me talking about it, but there are other, you know, when you have that done, you So my dad done, just had one. It's like running into a truck, right? Right. Well, afterwards it is, and then they don't tell you what the side effects of after having your stamp put in. Are you still on the Plavix? The pill? Oh, yeah, I'll be still on that for the rest of my life. Now, they told her she can stop taking it in November, and no, another doctor no, said, no, no absolutely never, you not. You can never stop taking it, or your stents, you could get blocked again. Right. Wow. And once you're putting a stent in, you're looking at like 90, 90% blockage, typically, you know, right. of the arteries. So That's what I typically, had. Typically, yeah. I had 90%, and right. then the two spots in the women that are in their 40s and 50s, the widow's beak. He said I would have been dead. The ADL a week is yeah. if that? I didn't have that. You had it in the, the LAD. 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 Yeah. ADL is the anti-defamation. Yeah. But you're close. No LAD. place for hate always. But the LAD <laughs> is a very important part when they put a stent that you have to be very careful. But I'd be yeah. happy to have you come in and. Uh, I'm there, Doc. For Christmas. You can come in. I'll do it for free. I'm going to take you know a why? because you know I think, I'm going to take a game with me. I think that would be I'm great I'm to have you a, come in because I'm, you could always talk about it afterwards. You know, are you, you could can, say, Doc, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you have no idea. I will go on the road and do right. shows just based on this stuff because yeah. I've been hunting this down for almost two years. Right. Right. But did you just say we were sitting here? I, I got no problem with this. I and know. You have I to also it. understand the THC that's on the streets, okay? Because a lot of my patients smoke pot. All right, it's not the same. These things are pure. It's pure, clean, grown in uh, our nurseries out here in Florida, okay, and it's taken down. It doesn't have all the side effects, and you don't know what you're getting on the streets. Let's give out your I'm office number that. again. It's 561-330-4358. No streets. And for the, uh, no, for the uh, medical marijuana, it's 561-706-9189. Allegiance Orthopedics Spine Institute, but also aesthetics, treatments, you name it, PRP, functional medicine. They've got it all, and the medical marijuana. And join me. We're going to go see Doc. We're going to keep rolling to our next hour. Stay tuned, and we will be. Gianna, are you ready? We'll be right back.